Hello, hello, good morning. My name is Rick. I'm the host of Caller Prep Board. We are located out on the West Coast, and uh, it's Monday. It's Monday, April 12th, and we are excited to, again, give people an opportunity to call in and talk about their small businesses and what particular front-end sales activities, challenges they may have. And that's the purpose of the Caller Prep Board is to give small business owners. If you are a business owner, like an attorney, a dentist, a CPA, a hairstylist, a plumber, an insurance broker, a real estate broker, a tattoo shop artist, a home builder, a medical group CEO, because what's going on with um, with uh, with small businesses is that there's really no big difference between or, or among the, these different businesses. There are like five things that must be done by all business owners. And uh, 321 Biz Dev LLC is my company name. I didn't mention it on the first two episodes, but that's my company, 321 Biz Dev LLC. And you can find the company at 321bizdev.com. We've been in business since 2014, officially. And unofficially, we started working on these uh, small business uh, sales challenges like in 2011, right after the real estate crisis and mortgage crisis in California. And uh, so that's when we unofficially got started. But today's show is titled um, Contacting. And contacting is one of the five front-end sales activities. So let me list them. It's contacting, then there's prospecting, then there's appointment setting, then there's um, closing, and after closing comes the, the fifth step, which is how to, how to get zero-cost referrals. And uh, so those are the five front-end sales activities. So if you want to call in and just talk about or ask me a question about a sales activity, uh, one of those five, because we don't, we don't talk about what happens after the person has agreed to do business with you. In other words, we don't talk about how to run your law firm from a legal perspective. We don't talk about how to uh, you know, pull teeth or perform dental treatments or how to do a uh, tummy tuck or how to uh, do the, the best you know permanent perm job for a person's hair because that's what you went to school for you went to school for those those uh, certifications you went to school to learn how to you know represent clients in court but there's an entire another part about running your small business and it's called the front end piece so we specialize in the front end piece. And I got my experience working in corporate America at a Fortune 500 company in Los Angeles. I was a sales manager. Um, pretty much you can call me a vice president um, at that time. And this was a company, a health insurance company uh, located in the San Fernando Valley. And I was the uh, sales manager helping the company you know, meet with small business owners and large business owners and talking about the um, the health insurance 
uh, for their employees. So there was a lot of experience gained there. And after that, I've been a realtor, I've been an insurance agent, and I started the consulting firm uh, about 2014 when I had to make some, uh, I had to reinvent myself, so to speak, right after the real estate crisis. And that's when I found out that a lot of small business owners uh, didn't have this front end piece. So that's what we brought to the market, and we help just about any business owner. Um, you know, business owners with their ticket prices start at about $500 and could be as high as, you know, several hundred thousand dollars. Um, like home builders that home builders that sell homes for $300,000, $400,000. Yeah, we can work with you too because it's really the same front, the same five front end sales pieces. So again, if you want to call in, the number is 515 605 9732 and if you hear a little raspiness in my voice I'm in California where they have the, I mean, we have these winds we have these allergy things and we have these cows and we have this pollen so that's why I may sound different than I sounded on the previous two episodes but the show must go on so let's talk about contacting contacting is one of those uh, sales activities that just really freak people out. And they don't freak people out in terms of people are, you see them freaked out. The, the, the response when people think about contacting is, well, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to you know, lay back and wait for things to happen. Now, the reason why contacting is the one of the most important uh, of the five sales activities and again contacting prospecting appointment setting closing and getting zero cost referrals the reason why contacting is so important is because it's the beginning of the business in other words small business owners can't expect to have 20 new customers at the end of the month or five new customers at the end of the week when the contacting front-end activity has zero. And for those who are familiar with the sales pipeline, uh, that's what the sales pipeline is. It typically starts with a, with a large number of people that are entering the sales pipeline. And then at the end, there's this number that is smaller than the number at the beginning of the sales pipeline at the contacting uh, stage. So that's why the contacting stage is, is so important. Now, one of the things I need to talk about when I mention contacting, uh, people are kind of reluctant to do it, and I think, not, the, not that I think, I know, I know, what the, I know what the challenge is, and in our 321 Biz Dev sales system training, we help people actually get through the reluctance or get past the reluctance of contacting. And I look at contacting in the same way as I look at uh, going out to the club. Now, I used to be a club DJ in San Francisco back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s when I was in college and before I started working in corporate America. And I used to see guys that would go up to uh, ladies and they would ask 
Like, let's say, for instance, the guy would ask a lady to dance, or the, the guy would try to start a conversation, and the lady would, you know, the, the ladies would often, you know, no, no, thank you, uh, don't want to dance, I don't want your company, uh, no, you can't buy me a drink. And so, this is a good example. I think you might like it. So, you would get one guy that would come into the, 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 the club, to the bar, and he would ask one lady to dance, and that lady would tell him no, and you can see that guy just pretty much walk out of the club. And I don't know what he, I'm not sure if he went to another club, I would imagine maybe he went back home. <laughs> but then you would take, but then you would have another guy that would ask um, a woman to dance, and she would say no. And then this guy would continue to ask ladies to dance until one person said yes. And that was pretty important. That's a great example because contacting for your small business is very similar to you know people going out and you know they're looking for people to dance with, they're looking for people to connect with. It's a, it's almost the same thing. So one thing I need to let people know that there are three outcomes when you contact people. And one of the outcomes of the three, the first one is some of the people you contact, they don't want to be contacted. And they will tell you that they don't want to be contacted. Now, I must add before I, before I continue with number two and three of these outcomes is if you have – if you are a business owner and you're out you know, doing business professionally, I think what the concern is for a lot of people – who shun contacting is they believe the people who um, may not be interested in that product or service, they believe these people are, are going to lash out at them in some type of angry fashion. They believe in their minds that this person is going to cuss them out and say, oh no, hell no, I don't want your bleeping product or service. So one thing I need to tell people about this first outcome is that is, a, that is an illusion, especially if you are a professional business owner. When I say professional, this means that you're, you are approaching people in a professional manner as a hairstylist, as a, a dentist, as a real estate broker, as an insurance broker. You are doing it with profession, professionalism. You are reaching out to people in a, in a way where they will say, no, I'm not interested, but they'll walk away from you or you walk away from them. And in the back of their minds, they may say, I didn't want that product, but that, that man or that woman was very professional. Okay, so that's outcome number one. Outcome number two are the people that you approach and you contact them about your product or service. And I must add something. When I said contacting, contact these people about your product or service, I'm not really saying contact them about the product or service at the very beginning. And I will talk about that when I finish number two and number three outcomes. So you contact this person, and this person is not really angry. And they're not super excited, but they are neutral. And this person pretty much just listens to you 
they listen to what you have to say about your about yourself, and, uh, and so they're kind of open. But they haven't said no, and they haven't said yes. I'm excited. All right. So then there is the third outcome, and these are the people who not only will probably buy your service your or your product, but they are excited that you contacted them, that you said hello. And that leads me to what I wanted to say a few minutes ago. When you contact people, you're not telling them about your product or service at the very beginning. Contacting in a professional sense, uh, especially with the 321 uh, BizDev sales system, contacting really means starting a, a conversation. It means looking to start a, I, I like to call it a almost like a friendship because when people meet each other or they engage with, with each other at the banks, at the coffee shops, at the soccer games, it's typically, hi, hello, how are you doing? And, uh, and if you are a business owner, there's a way to you know move that conversation to talk about your product or service. But the first engagement is not... Hi, my name is Sal, and I'm a dentist, or my name is Maria, and I'm a real estate broker here in Queens. No, that's not it, but that's what people think. That's what small business owners believe uh, contacting means. They think contacting means uh, within the first you know, minute or two, start talking about your, your product or service and start giving out your business card, and, and that will typically turn off most people except maybe there's like a, a percentage of people that are always looking to buy something and you know where those people are those are the people that walk into retail stores when you see people walking into retail stores like a Best Buy or like a, a Victoria's Secret those are the people that they're coming to buy now you know, for small business owners like restaurants and uh, tattoo shops and uh, CPA firms, there are people waiting to use your services or, or to buy your product or service, but you don't know who they are. And they don't raise their hands or they don't wear shirts saying, I'm looking for a great dentist. That's not on their T-shirt. So a small business owner must, in a sense, you know, find out. I call it seek and find, um, or uh, sort and shift. <laughs> and that's uh, sort of like a trade talk of finding out who is interested in buying your product or service. So if you want to call into the show, the number is 515-605-9732, and you're listening. To the caller prep board, the caller prep board on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm your host, Rick, and I'm the CEO of 321bizdev.com, and we are are a consulting firm and not a marketing company. And one of the ways you can reach out to me, you can reach out to me via email, and my email address is callprepboard at pm.com. I'm sorry, it's not that. It's it's call prep board at pm dot me. 
Or you can reach me at my business address, rick at 321bizdev.com. Telephone number 726-999-0999. So I just wanted to talk about those three outcomes that people uh, may experience. You're going to experience one of the three. Again, it's going to be the person that will tell you, ah, yeah, okay, hey, great, it's nice to meet you, Bob, take care. Then there will be people that will listen to you, and they may decide to uh, move forward with the next phase, which is the prospecting phase. We will talk about that phase in the, next, in the upcoming days. I have, I have a lot of stuff to talk about. And then there's a third phase, like I mentioned. These people are very open to meeting you, and it's likely that they may need your product or service. So contacting is, is a very interesting phenomena uh, when it comes to sales because when you contact people, <clears throat> like I mentioned, you're not contacting them to pitch your product or service within the first 30 to 60 seconds. Um, you're contacting people primarily, and this may sound um, kind of kind of weird or it may sound like uh, something you would hear on like an old TV show from the from the 50s or 60s or 70s, you're contacting people to actually start some level of friendship, some level of trust. And, you know, industries such as estheticians and hairstylists and uh, tattoo shops, I'm speaking to you right now because there's really not a, a, a great advertising or marketing thing that you can do uh, to reach out to, to certain groups of people. Tattoo shops, estheticians, hairstylists, that is really a personal uh, connection that you're making. Talking to someone about um, you know, putting artwork on your skin, or you're talking to someone about uh, making their hair uh, look better with a certain style or a certain type of process or treatment that you're doing. And the same thing is true for estheticians. You're talking about, you know, <clears throat> you know, making people look, you know, making their skin better. Um, you know, removing old skin from people or highlighting their skin with, with, with toning products. So these type of relationships where, you know, small business owners must, must touch people must allow people to, or it must allow small business owners to touch them. That's not like a like the work that a CPA does, because a CPA is not going to touch somebody, and even a dentist is not touching client like an esthetician or a hairstylist or a tattoo artist. So, contacting has a lot of different forms, but. The same work must be done. And for instance, I recall one of my first clients in November 2014. It was a home builder out in Marysville, Yuba City, California, a little west of Sacramento. And one of my friends that worked in the solar industry connected, connected with this builder. And to make a long story short, the builder had these properties. And the real estate broker that he hired had only sold one property 
out of 200 in one year. So the solar guy that I knew, he invited me to meet the, the builder. To make a long story short, I sat there with the builder with about 20 questions. And uh, these questions were not about building a house. The questions were more about learning more about the builder. So to fast forward, the builder said, Rick, I know you had all these questions that you wanted to ask me. And so far, you have asked me 10 questions about me and some business and some questions about my company. I want you to stop right now. You don't need to ask me the remaining uh, nine to 10 questions because you have asked me better questions than the real estate broker that I hired one year ago. He said, you know more about me and my company than the real estate broker that I hired who has only sold one home in 12 months. So he hired Brian and myself, and he wrote us a check for $5,000 each, and we began the process as a consulting firm of helping him you know, make some changes uh, to his business. So that contacting, like I mentioned, it wasn't that I went in and started talking about, you know, home designs and, you know, square footage and price, determine why these homes didn't sell because I didn't I didn't have that 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 experience and knowledge. I didn't. But what I did do, I went in to ask him how he felt about the homes and kind of like what has he done on the front end side. Remember, front end. That's what we talk about here on the Caller Prep Board radio show on Blog Talk Radio. We talk about the front end stuff, the front end sales activities. And I will tell you, again, many people have disregarded. They have uh, pushed aside the front end sales pieces, the front end sales activities. And I'm telling you, they are so, so important. And I'll give you, I'll give people a tip. And when I say tip, I'll talk about, uh, let's, let's address the attorneys right now. I think the attorneys and who else? Maybe real estate agents, and there may be a third uh, industry, but at least let's talk about attorneys. Okay, so there's a saying that I came up with uh, for attorneys, and the, the saying goes, you don't need an attorney until you need an attorney. And that's what attorneys, they kind of know that. I mean, they may not have said or used the same phrase that I use, but I think they know that. So for attorneys, what you will see, I know you see it in your neighborhood because I see it in mine. Or I see it on TV, I hear it on the radio, and I see it while driving uh, here in Sacramento and down in San Francisco. I see attorney billboards everywhere, and I hear uh, attorney ads on the radio, and I see attorney ads on TV. So what happens is that you got people who, like yesterday, they didn't need an attorney, and today they need an attorney. So what is that person going to do? That person may say, well, the first thing they do is they go to the internet because they can't remember. <laughs> they can't remember what they saw you know, on, on TV, 
or they have to wait for the ad to appear, or they can't remember what they heard on the radio unless they turn on the radio. So what, what do people do? They go to the internet and they start searching for an attorney among the sea of attorneys that are out there in whatever neighborhood you live in. If you live in Buffalo, there's probably three or four attorneys. Three or four hundred attorneys there. If you live in L.A., there are probably three thousand to twenty thousand attorneys in L.A. and New York and Miami. So for attorneys, what we recommend at Three Two One Biz Dev um, LLC for attorneys is that attorneys need to start contacting people in face-to-face settings. And what does that look like for attorneys? Because it's it's a little different. For every small business, but the, there are some steps that must be must be done. There are some actions that must be taken, and those actions are for the attorney. You know, keep a bunch of business cards, and when you're out with people, introduce yourself uh, through some small talk. We have uh, we have some small talk that uh, small business owners can, um, you know, some conversations they can make. And then within that first five minutes, let the person know that you are an attorney, an estate planning attorney, a personal injury attorney, a motorcycle attorney, you know, whatever your your legal um, uh, your legal uh, whatever you studied, your discipline, the discipline or the the, the 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 type of attorney that you are that you studied for and passed the bar uh, to study. Um, you know, medical malpractice. So you want to. So the attorneys want to reach out to about maybe a hundred people per month and pass out that business card. Now here's the key: any business owner should not just willy-nilly pass out their business cards. I used to do that ten years ago. I used to be so excited that someone took my business card. I would say, "Gosh, I passed out ten business cards today," and guess what? I never got the other person's information. So, back in 2006, 2008, I'm thinking I I was working on my sales pipeline because I passed out ten to fifteen business cards to people, but I never got their information. I never got their phone number. I never got their email address. In some cases, I never knew if they even had an interest in my product or service. See, and that's what I'm talking about. There's an evolution to working as a small business owner and using a sales system to grow your business. Some may say, "Rick, that sounds hard. I can't do that." And then some may say, "Gosh, I've been doing something like that for a long time, but I've been doing it wrong." So I got two more minutes left. If you want to call into the show, it's uh, 515-605-9732. You're listening to the Caller Prep Board Show on Blog Talk Radio. We are on the air at 5 o'clock on the West Coast, 5 a.m., 8 a.m. on the East Coast. Today I started kind of late because I had a malfunction on the uh, the studio, the studio on the uh, Blog Talk Radio studio, but yeah, so there are there are some things people need to know as we close today's show within the next minute and a half 
I want to let people know that um, you need numbers. There's this thing in science, and there's this thing in uh, like uh, statistics and and other type of, of uh, you know disciplines called the law of large numbers. That is the, the the law of large numbers. And what the law of large numbers say is, if you do something long enough, in other words, to make it plain and simple, if you contact lots of people on a regular basis, your way or your success will begin to uh, improve. You will improve your success. You'll get better at what you're doing. So what does that mean in a practical sense? That means you start contacting people. And at the very beginning, you stink at it. You are so bad at it. You're shivering. You're stuttering. And and some people are like, "Gosh, you're a business owner," and they kind of they kind of laugh at you, chuckle at you a little bit. You don't you don't know it, but they are. They're going, "God, that person must be new at what they're doing." But over time, you know, second week, the third week, you become more comfortable with connecting with people and and in that process so you may have a low response rate at the beginning even though you're doing 20 contacts per week but at the very end like by the second month or third month third month you're becoming very proficient at what you're doing i want to thank people for listening to the caller prep board show on blog talk radio make it a great day